0: From Crema, this is Option 5, a podcast about product and innovation teams and how they take the leap to say yes and figure it out. I'm George Brooks. And I'm Dan Linhart.
1: Why does it say welcome back, Dan?
0: I don't know. I think I I actually started this one or I copied and pasted something and it was like...
1: Yes. Thank you for having me
0: back. I was going to say a bunch of things about like, welcome back. Well, oh. I'm glad we're back. <laughs> because I didn't want to point out. I didn't
1: out know th- if like this one would be released like after I get back from my vacation or something. So oh, no, I, just, I,
0: I think this will be released in two weeks. When do you, oh. when do you go? June 3rd. Legitimately jealous I'm, of that trip. I'm really looking forward to I it. Know. I know. I know I'm not supposed to be jealous of you. You're not things. supposed to be. <laughs> Because we've talked about that in the past, but I really, I really want to go to Europe. Well, if you want to go next year. You got to start planning now. Start planning now. I know. And we're terrible planners. Terrible
1: planners. And June is a great time to go. Okay. All right. That's why we picked it. Because it's right after school gets out. Yeah. And the weather is really nice. So speaking of remote locations for vacation... The way we work, it's a vacation every day. Oh, Oh, I just
0: did it. Snap. I don't think people say snap anymore. So remote
1: versus distributed. You hear them both. They mean the same thing. Do they? I think so. I I don't have any definitive data to prove anything. Here, I'm going to make some Some assumptions.
0: assumptions. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make an assumption. A distributed team is a team that is almost all distributed. Like Zapier... I don't think they own an office. Okay. They all are distributed. Keep um, going. A remote team or remote team members all would be maybe, more talking about the individual that is remote from the HQ. Is that, is that what the internet tells us? Can we look that up?
1: A remote team has a physical office, although not all team members are located there and can be spread out globally as well. A home physical office is the main difference between a remote team and a distributed team. I got it right. Yes, you did. Yes. Looky there. You read that somewhere. I didn't. It was I... in the recesses of your brain. I
0: don't think I have. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot. Like, there's a lot of there. There's probably a lot of stuff in there. It's not useful, though. Um, so what's our experience with remote teams, George? I was almost completely adamantly against it for a long time. Almost is the wrong word. I was adamantly against it for a long time. But that probably
1: connects to your experience starting out on your entrepreneurial journey as well.
0: That's a good point. So when we first got started, go back to episode zero. No, episode one. Episode zero was the intro. Yes. the The trailer, if you will. Episode one, we talked a little bit about our story and my story began as a freelance designer and I was overseeing a team or I was kind of project managing a small team in India, which was definitely what a lot of people were moving towards in the early 2000s. Um, seeing a huge movement of inexpensive development in overseas teams. Um, since since then, I don't hear a lot of people using India as much as like... Um, Philippines, uh, parts of Asia, South America, and then South America. Yeah. Um, our second largest audience we just learned mm-hmm. is in Brazil, I think. Yep. Or it, we're going to have to make a trip and see if we can meet some of those people. Uh, Rio, right?
1: Yeah. I know nothing about it, but I mean, the
0: Olympics were there. I heard great um, things. there's parts of it are pretty, pretty dangerous, but I'm, generally speaking, I think it's a great place to go. Mm. So, um, oh, actually my family had some Brazilian um, like exchange students to stay with them. We should ask them. Wait a minute. We have two people that work for for us that are from Brazil. (laughs) Oh yes, that's true. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so I was overseeing this team and what that meant for me was that I was up till 4am every night. I was, you know, chatting with people that did not clearly communicate um, that said yes to absolutely everything and never actually delivered on that. Um, Good people, I enjoyed them as people, but like just weren't great practitioners. And there was just a huge breakdown in communication. So as we started to grow together and we started to bring on even local contractors, we kind of required them to work in the office as much as possible, because I think we really loved reading them. You know, we wanted to kind of say, I can see your face. Mm -hmm. And while you're telling me yes, you're not telling me yes. Like you're, you know what I mean?
1: It's like trying to have a very, a very important conversation through email. Hmm. You can't hear anyone's tone. That. You yeah. can't see body language. You can't, all the pleasantries that you exchange during a conversation, even in a difficult conversation, you can still make it fairly cordial. Yep. That goes out the window with email. And so hmm. our first kind of interaction with remote teams was very similar. It's like you, there was no one to read. There yeah. was no one to have a dialogue with. Yeah. You just can't replace um, human human interaction. However, with the technology that we're seeing lately and that we're using that we'll talk about later, yeah. it's, we're getting to the point to where it feels so, it's almost like a human is there. Now it's not VR, you know, we're not putting someone in, an, in a virtual reality room, but with the cameras we're using, with mm-hmm. the technology we're using, um, Zoom rooms, and so, a lot of the collaboration tools we're going yep. to discuss, Yep, it actually feels like we're there. And so remote teams, we've kind of changed our tune a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Um, so we we had an excuse for one of our individuals that we were trying to hire, um, basically said, I, I can't work in Kansas City, um, and I, w- I were lucky to go home, go uh, be closer to family. We really wanted to hire that person. And so we said, well, what do you think that looks like? And let's go for it. The first year, we were terrible at it. It was hard. It was really, really hard. We didn't have the systems in place. We didn't have the processes in place. And it really made me think like, oh, no, see, just validates, just validates my assumptions Mm -hmm. that we shouldn't be doing remote. Um, And then uh, another person on the team, Michael, um, uh, was one of our product managers actually came and said, well, here's the deal. My wife has this opportunity to move to East Coast. And um, do you think I could work remotely similar to this other guy? In the back of my head, I'm going, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, and and then he put together a plan for how he was going to be really intentional about it and how he was going to make it work. Um, and then a third person did this and then a fourth person. And now we have, well, we've, we have had as many as five people be removed. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're open to more, but um, it, it takes a ton of intentionality. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing. I know, I don't know where they stand on it now, um, but... A couple of years back, Yahoo had gone to completely supporting remote work and then really, really pull, backlashed from it to the point where they said, no, everyone has to be in a Yahoo office. Hmm. Um, and again, I, I wonder if it isn't because they they didn't know how to be intentional and create create the culture, create the, right. the processes and the practices that we'll discuss um, in place. And to be clear, remote work is not, you
1: don't have to be in a separate state. If you're working from home, you're remote. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. companies that have policies around either you can work from home one day a week or work from home whenever you want to. then I mean, that is remote. That's how you should be thinking about it. Exactly. That's remote. And you have to be able, you have to be prepared to support your employees with the resources and the training they need. Cause it's not for everyone. Yeah. You could, that's a good point. You could have a personality to where you have to be around people, but for whatever your situation is, you need to work from home maybe, yep. or you need a job to work from home if you are walking into a position like that, it's one thing to have the technology resources, but then also working really hard about what does that mean to work remote? Yeah. Having constant communication with your staff, having constant communication with your team and changing behaviors because of that. So, Both internal
0: and external. Absolutely. So
1: for instance, if you are in an office and you're used to, oh man, this issue comes up and I need to go talk to Bob and Bob is over there, I can get up out of my chair, you know, knock on his desk and say, hey, we really need to talk about this. How can you replace that in remote work? You can, and it's not difficult from a technology standpoint, but it's just a behavior standpoint. And so we use Slack and slack is used for instant communication based on a on a channel so a topic right and different team members are in that channel to discuss uh, issues problems ideas around that that channel topic and so you might have to get really good at utilizing slack more than you have in the past you might have to get really good at scheduling regular video conference calls so you can see their yep. face Whereas normally you wouldn't have to do that. You just look across the cubicle or you look across this you know, bank of desks. Well, and, and it's an open office
0: environment, so you just talk loud. Right, and yeah. so
1: it's just, you have to be in the right frame of mind. You have to have the right skill set to do that. And I think anyone can. It's just a lot harder for some than
0: others. Yeah, no question. Um, yeah, and it, I think you're right. Personality, um, I think some of the things that, that worried me walking into it was obviously we talked about not being able to read somebody's face, but then there's a question of like, are they getting the work done? Are they actually putting in the right. hours? You know, like there's that, yeah, I like them. I trust them. We hired the right people, but are they really right. taking advantage of mm-hmm. us? Um, and then, um, and then a big piece for us was culture. Um, yes. we have a, we, you probably hear this laced in the way we talk, but we have an incredibly strong culture. We believe culture is why we're so successful. And, um, we didn't, we were like, how do we, I mean, there, our culture is the vibe of the space. It's the conversations you have when walking to get coffee. It's the, the happy hours. It's the, all these things that we're doing as a team that the remote person won't get to do right? or won't have access to. Um, and I think that was a big, big question for me. And so when, when these individuals started to take these steps to move out, I, what I loved is really it was, they came up with, well, Michael really led the charge, mm-hmm. but then the rest of the team kind of followed to what are things we can do to make this great, right. not just work. Don't make it just like, okay, but make it great. Um, and now even our
1: hospitality team, when they plan events or look at different ways we can celebrate as a team, yeah, inclusiveness to our remote team is number one on their list. Yeah. Some events you, you you can't remote someone into a baseball game. If you go to a Royals game, it's Mm. really hard. However, um, there are a ton of events that you can, whether it's lunch and learns. um, There's a way to include them. If we do a drive for school supplies, send an Amazon link to your remote team so that they can participate in giving. And then it gets drop shipped right to our office so that we can provide it. There's a, there is a lot of ways to get creative to include people Um, and from a culture standpoint, it's incredibly important that you keep your entire workforce in mind when
0: creating any initiative. And that comes back to that intentionality. It is, it is just something, every time you go to do something, you have to go, okay, this is great for the team here. How, how I, a good example. I'm, I do, um, a lunch with everyone on the team, um, at different points during the the year, even if they don't report to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had scheduled one with, uh, Joel and, CK and because actually Joel's, I I couldn't remember the timing when Joel would be back because he's, he's working remote now, but he's planning to come back to Kansas City. And I realized, oh wait, and CK actually called me and he goes, "Uh, so how's Joel going to join this? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. So I had to kind of reach out to him and say, hey man, well let's next time you're in Kansas City, uh, let's get together and we'll, you know, kind of work around that. I wasn't, I wasn't intentional. I, I missed it. Um, and so I think, yeah, it's definitely making sure that every time you do anything, um, process, operation, celebration, culture has to, has to consider mm-hmm. how those people are
1: involved. And the best feeling is when your staff, your team takes the initiative to lead it. Yeah. Um, so it, here at Kerma, it is, to, I mean, we want it, so it is top down, but it we really don't isn't. Do, I don't
0: do anything for it. I mean,
1: our, our team is leading the charge yeah. on how we do remote work here. We call it really
0: remote task force. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's bubbling up with ideas. And every time I hear about a new idea, I'm like, wow, that's really great.
0: Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. There's a few <laughs> fun ones what we'll jump into in just a second. Um, okay. So I think one of the biggest areas, we know that they can do their work, right? Because we're all working at computers. They can actually get their stuff done. So whether you're designing or, or um, developing or even even Michael, who's a, a remote product manager, he can, he can look at the tasks. He can, he can jump into meetings. And I think that's where I want to go here is, um, I want to maybe unpack some ways to make a meeting the most successful it can be, uh, because I think that's the primary area that becomes really difficult is to be that person that's re- calling in remote to a collaboration session when you work in a very collaborative product team environment. Um. So it, look, it looks like we have a top nine list here. Is that how many there are? Mm-hmm. Okay. So number one, if everyone is remote, um, oh, so no, this isn't actually a thing yet. <laughs> well, dang it. It falls apart. So it's, we need to work on it before we put it on a PDF. Um, so basically, is if everyone is um, remote or only one person remote, this will change how you run their meeting. If everyone's remote, there's no reason to go get a room. You can all do it from your own computers. You can all do it, you know, um, individually. And actually, that makes it a little bit easier. I'll be honest. It's when everyone, when most of the team is in the same room and only a couple or mm-hmm. one person is remote, that's when it becomes difficult. Right. Because they don't hear the little sidebar conversations. They can't really see the faces of all the people in the room, depending on the camera. Um, we'll get to, we'll go through these things. So there's, there's some challenges when you're just the one. Yep. And you kind of feel a little left out.
1: Number two. Numero dos. Always have a clear agenda for the meeting. When you have everyone in the room... You should always have a clear agenda no matter what. Yeah, I just want to throw that out there. But if every single person that needs to be in the meeting is there in person, you can you can fudge a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you can be as your way through. Yeah, it. yeah. You can be a little flexible. Yeah. When the person that is remoting in right. uh through whatever technology you're going to be using for the conference call, they they're not there to pick up on everything. And depending on your technology, they may not see the whiteboard if you're writing the oh, agenda. Totally. And if you forget to send the agenda to them via email, be very, very cognizant and intentional about making sure you have a clear agenda and that everyone has it before you walk into that room.
0: Yeah, and because technology is technology, when the call drops, the person can't be there or whatever happens, it's really nice to have an agenda where you know like, oh, you know what, I'm, I was off, but I can kind of catch up with where the team's at or where mm-hmm. they should be at right now in this conversation. Yep. Yep. Uh, number three, be aware of time zones. Um, now, this is one of the primary reasons that we keep all of our resources in U.S., But, um, as much as possible, I mean, there is a time gap between two to three hours. Um, if you're on the West coast, East coast, um, and then even more confusing is you have someone in like, um, Landon, who's in Indy where depending on where he's at in the city, it's two different time zones. I think Arizona is the same way. Arizona can be the same way and Arizona doesn't, um, do daylight savings time. And so, so what was once one hour is now now two two hours, hours. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. You just have to really be mindful of that. So if you schedule a meeting and go, well, I'm asking you to get up at 5 a.m. Or you schedule a meeting and you're saying, hey, I'm asking you to stay late that day. Um, that's been something that's we haven't, we haven't mastered yet, but we're, we're still continuing to work on. Yep. Um, and it really, I think it unfortunately does take a little bit more flexibility for the person who is remote to say, I have the luxury of working remote. And so I need to be the one who's a bit more flexible because the majority of the team is mm-hmm. in the same time frame. Um, and so I'm going to bend a little bit for them. But keep in mind, yep. there's remote people. Number four, think
1: of the client or product owner mm-hmm. within a product company as a remote team member. Yeah. This is extremely important because you want to give your clients the best experience possible. Right. And so if they're calling in, if you're working, if your office is in one city and they are in a different city, You want to make sure you, we would all go to the nth degree to make sure that they feel included in that room. And so use that same mindset with your remote team. Yep. And if you have a culture to where you want to take care of your employees, use that same mindset for your clients. Yep.
0: It's funny how you forget about your clients, um, because you're only thinking about the people that are around you or your team. Yep. And they, they just have to be included in that. Yep. Um, I think we're at number five. Yep. Number five. um, Make sure that every meeting has a remote link. Even if you don't think that someone's calling in remote, just throw a remote link. I would give myself a C minus on this. You're not great at it. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Well, and you don't, you don't, you don't do as many team meetings with remote people as maybe some other people do, but we use Zoom, um, which has a great Chrome extension. I think they probably have a Safari extension as well. A Chrome extension that literally will sit right on top of Google Calendar I'm sure they have integrations to other platforms because they're massive now, but it it always asks, do you want to make this a Zoom meeting? And it's like, by default, you always say yes. Um, now, we invest in something that allows us to do that. So if you're not investing in something like that, you just need to be really cognizant of like going, okay, well, I'm going to make a, um, a GoToMeeting link every time or I'm going to have a Google Hangout every time or whatever tool you're using. Uh, just make sure that it's always there yep. just in case you need to switch to someone not being there. Especially if you're in a, um, a flexible work environment where someone may at the drop of a dime, be working from a home or from a coffee shop. Yep. So just be prepared for it.
1: Yep. Uh, number six, and this is where investment comes in and you just have to make that determination yeah, yeah. is yeah. think about the zoom of your camera. When we first started our cameras, they might work on top of a computer for one person, yeah. but for a boardroom or a, a strategy session, we
0: still have a, a couple of rooms that are, they legacy, just don't work. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so we invested in some high quality cameras because we were conducting a lot of strategy sessions with remote individuals, the, the client included. Yep. And so we have a very, very good zoom on our camera that allows someone to see your face in high definition and they can see the whiteboard in high definition. And so it, if that is key to your business Invest you money. might consider investing in the money i
0: mean think about this way you're spending $1000 on a new laptop to you know do x y and z you're spent, you're dropping thousands of dollars on software it's a $1000 one time cost get a good camera it's about i think we it was like 1200 bucks yep. for for a really good is that is that right i don't remember maybe they were more than that but if, I think in that price range, you can get a nice just in camera. the
1: category of my brain. When I saw it,
0: it just immediately went to. That's expensive category. Yeah, I'm just more... But good investment. Yeah, it's it's worth the investment. Absolutely. Sure. Um, and the other thing is, is if you don't have a good camera, a hack that we've kind of been doing, because some of our rims don't have those nice cameras yet, um, is that have everyone in the meeting... Uh, this actually uses up a, a lot of the internet bandwidth, but that's okay. Um, have everyone in the meeting... Actually, use their laptops if you have laptops and sign into the meeting. Mm-hmm. But um, tr- mute everybody mutes except for what whoever is kind of the main source of audio. Um, and then what you get is that like, oh, it's kind of like the Brady Bunch. You see that you know see that one face close up. And actually, we've been kind of doing this anyways, even if we have the nice camera, because then you get to read people's faces better. Yep. And that was one of the biggest complaints in that first year from uh, Landon was, oh, I can't see. The people, I don't know what they're, I they're just saying. Hear a voice, yep. Yeah, I just hear a voice, and that's just insanely, insanely difficult. So, um, that's a hack. Uh, have everybody call in, mute themselves, and just have the one person, um, if your internet can handle it. Um, otherwise, invest in them, the hardware for a nice camera. Uh, what are we at, six, seven? Seven. seven. Um, make sure that you invest in audio. Um, I mean, this is just the same thing as before. Yep. It If you can't hear someone in the room, it makes being remote absolutely terrible. And it's
1: frustrating. It's so frustrating. Then you feel like you're a nag saying, oh, can you I can't
0: hear you. I can't hear
1: you. Yeah. Can you, by the third time you're like, forget it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to stop trying. No, I'm just going to
0: listen. I'll ask what people, what it was about afterwards. Yep. Not of an effective meeting. So, um, again, if you're going to invest, invest, if you're going to use a hack, have people call in remote, um, or everybody go back to their desks and do it that way. Just, you know, again, it doesn't. It's not that expensive in the scheme of things to buy mm-hmm. some nice speakers for your rooms um, or for your space, and make sure that everyone can hear. We do an uh, all team, all company uh, stand up meeting every Wednesday morning, and a lot of our people are remote. And actually, even more so, people are starting to take that standing meeting remote, um, even in town. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we have a little Bluetooth speaker. It's not very expensive. It's just a Bluetooth to the computer that we use for the call in so they can see everybody, and then we pass that Bluetooth speaker around. It's wireless, yep. Um, works great. Looks so like whoever. a black hockey puck, yeah. You can't touch the top, basically mutes it, right? Which is kind of annoying, you got to be careful, <laughs> but everybody knows that, and it kind of becomes the and honestly, it actually forces you to go like who's speaking right mm-hmm. now. Um, when something's said in the room, sometimes you have to kind of go, you learn to repeat it. That maybe is a, a little bit of a tip with the audio, is if. If somebody else says something and they can't be heard by the person that's on the call, be kind and repeat what the question was or repeat what the comment was. Um, it feels a bit redundant, but it actually, it's good exercise. Yep. So eight, number
1: eight, always check the screen. I think this might be one of the most important Mm -hmm. because if you're in a meeting and you're facilitating, you're checking each person, you're looking for cues, you're looking for facial expressions. And depending on their expression, you might call them out, not in a bad way, but you might just say, Hey, so-and-so, um, what do you think? I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard your opinion. Or sometimes um, you're just like, you don't look like you're like you thinking agree. about something. Yeah. What do you, you know, what, what are you thinking about re- with regards to this topic? Right. Do the same thing on the computer screen. Yeah. Routinely check, make sure that the remote person is engaged. Um, you might request that everyone has their video on, um, in some meetings, people don't like to have their video. They just want to have audio. In some meetings, that's okay. But if it's highly interactive, make sure everyone has their video right. on. That way you can make sure that they're not typing an email or working on something um, while you're trying to engage in the discussion.
0: We have kind of a, uh, a unspoken and yet spoken rule of not having devices be a distraction during meetings. And I think that this is also true that I think remote people probably struggle with the most because they think they're hidden, that they, nobody can see that they're working on other stuff while they're on the call. Mm. And you can see it when somebody's face is like darting around the screen. You're like, you're not looking at us. You're looking at something else. Um, and so calling them out is, it's kind of mean, but it's also a really effective way to get you know, get everybody on the same page, kind of keep yep. accountability there. Uh, lastly, this is number nine. Yeah, last, um, remember they can't see the whiteboard. So we do all of our strategy sessions include a lot of whiteboarding, a lot of sticky notes on the on the board. And so um, there are a couple different hacks. If you have a camera that can zoom, zoom in with the camera. That's great. That works pretty well. It's still pretty difficult to read handwriting, even with the zoomed-in camera.
1: Um, you can't even read my
0: handwriting when no, it's just bad. No, Regu- your handwriting's terrible. It's really bad. Mine's not much better, so it's okay.
1: Yeah. So I, I I envy anyone who's remote and has to look at my handwriting on the board.
0: It's the reason I started writing in all caps on sticky notes. Uh, it's easier to read. It is. It's. I didn't do it for any other reason except that I was like, oh, people can read that better. Speaking of writing, if you had to write
1: a sentence in cursive that used every letter of the alphabet in cursive, could you do
0: it? Uh, not some of the capital letters. I don't think I could anymore. F is still weird for me. Um, Q can be weird, right? Q is weird. Q, yeah, Q's,
1: Z's weird. Yeah, Q is weird. Z can be kind of weird.
0: Yeah. I never I, remember like how many bumps. Yeah. I always feel like I have to add an extra bump on M's and N's. It's I'm just like,
1: impressed when someone writes a note or a handwritten note and I get it and it's all in cursive. I'm like, yeah. wow.
0: My kids actually still learn how to, everybody keeps saying that the schools don't teach cursive anymore. Do they I, teach cursive? Oh yeah. Our our kids all write cursive. Do they really? Yeah. Do your kids don't? No.
1: Maybe they give them the option. And well. My kids are just choosing the option not to.
0: That, <laughs> I mean, for the most, yeah, that is true, but they all know how. They're pretty good at it. Yeah. They actually write Quite pretty, beautiful. I just don't write in cursive
1: anymore. Anywho, so I if you have that. a remote team member,
0: <laughs> consider not writing your sticky notes in, in cursive. Yeah, use all caps. That's a great idea. <laughs> it's a little easier to read. Um, but also, there are ways to um, use tools. So um, there are a couple different tools that are like this, but there are these shared online spaces. Uh, we use one called Real Time Board. Actually, it's, it just changed its name to Miro. Uh, but That's M I R O. Yep. Um, Another one's Mural. Um, Oh gosh, there's lots of them. Um, But those are probably two of the more popular ones. What's cool is that everybody can be in there at the same time and you can actually make sticky notes kind of like you're in the space.
1: You can conduct an entire strategy innovation session with Muro. Yeah. And it's it's really great. It's
0: (laughs) great. And it even has like voting and things like that, which is really cool. Um, And maybe that, I mean, so that wraps up our nine tips for a meeting. I think, again, it just means you have to be intentional always think about where they are always think about the fact that they want to be in the room with you they want to be able to read body language and you need to read their body language as well so find the hacks that are going to help you to do that yep. um it's hard to do but it's 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 necessary okay so i'm a nerd i love tools let's uh, talk about them uh there are a lot of tools now that weren't around when we first got started no to help foster remote teams we started with go to Maybe using Google Hangouts at first, yeah, and a lot of people still use both of those, yeah. um, but they were never consistently Mm-mm. great. Yeah, uh, I will say we use Zoom for all of our conference systems. Our started conference.
1: about a year, maybe ago.
0: two. I feel like we've been using it for a while. Don't you think? Two years?
1: Yeah, yeah. I yeah.
0: feel like we made that switch around when landing in mm-hmm. Anyways, they have Zoom, just Zoom meetings. Which is just like go to meeting or anything else, but it's consistent and it works really well. And then they have what's called Zoom Rooms, which allow you to manage um, basically having your conference room computers dial in for you, mm-hmm. and that, um, and then you can have people come in remote, and you can schedule things to a room. It's it's really nice. And so check out Zoom Rooms. You
1: can use any uh, an iPad or any touch surface, and you push you know start, and the meeting yeah starts automatically. It, it
0: fires it off. It's yep. great. Um, so zoom and zoom rooms, especially if you've got conference spaces, appearance, one that we don't use as much anymore, but we were for a while. And I know a lot of people still use it. It's basically a video service that you can keep up all the time. We actually just do that with some of our zoom rooms, Mm -hmm. um, keep it up all the time so that people can kind of join, um, join in or join out, um, when they want, which is really nice just to kind of make them feel like they're present we used a peer in an, or zoom now where we'll have iPads sitting around the space mm-hmm. that are on stands and people will just stay connected. Um, and s- kind of always be there. And so if you need something kind of walk over to the iPad as if they're in the office, That's yep. just kind of cool. Yep. And they just
1: put their computer on mute. Yep. And if you need to go talk to them similar, if you were to just get up and go sit by someone and say, Hey, can I talk to you about this real quick? Yep. It's just in an iPad,
0: <laughs> but the person that's on remote needs to remember they're on video, <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't be picking your nose yes. or, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, Uh, they're actually, we, we have not invested in this. Um, though I think it would be kind of fun Is there's little robots that you can get that have the iPads mm kind of like mounted up high and then they can roll around the office. There's a couple of them. Yeah. One of our, um, one of our financial advisor friends has one in his office and I remember walking by and it was like this thing kind of rolled past me and (laughs) I, I thought that's pretty nerdy, but it's, it's fun. Um, uh, what else? Let's see. We talked about real-time board or
1: Miro, something to that effect that yep. you can conduct a strategy session, a collaborative collaborative note a workspace. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Uh, iPads. Yeah. Just talked about that. Slack is what we use for our messaging. There's also Microsoft Teams. I, I, think I mean, these are a, the two uh, top ones yeah. now.
0: I some people, some people use Google Hangouts still. What? No. What was AtLab Oh, HipChat. I don't one. think they do it anymore. I think they. Oh, is that? I think they've dialed it down into being Slack or. Microsoft teams that okay. they just integrated. I could be wrong, but I think that's, that's right. Uh, and then using um, collaborative uh, writing tools, um, which if we were to be
1: transparent, this is the one that we oh. are not doing well. It's at, all over the place all. right now. We don't, we don't have one source of truth. This is where we, I we're trying to get better. The
0: product managers for meetings use Dropbox paper because Dropbox paper, because it, you, it creates automatically creates agenda. Yep. Docs based off your calendar events. And so we do like Dropbox paper for that. It's a great writing tool. It has a terrible search and organization framework. So I'm not happy with that. Google has a better organization framework, but not as robust of a document editor. Yes. It's not, or not as pleasurable. It's actually more robust. It's just not as like sleek. Yeah. And it doesn't give, like, it doesn't
1: allow you to create that meeting template agenda.
0: I would say it's not as integrated. Mm -hmm. um, Where Dropbox has all those integrations that they kind of really built off the backbone of that. Um, And then a project management tool like Aura, Asana, Basecamp, Jira. Jira, Yeah, those are all great tools to have to make it easy to work remote.
1: So what are some some of the fun ideas that we do? The most recent one, which actually happens today, is the Brady Bunch lunch. Brady
0: Bunch lunch. (laughs) I've never joined. I'm never available.
1: Thursday, yeah, Thursday lunch is... I usually I've, schedule lunch. On yeah, Thursday I, ha, I have. I usually, yeah. I should try to dial in sometime. Basically, you are having lunch. Yep. In front of your screen in a Zoom room. In a Zoom room, and it looks like the Brady Bunch because they're just a having bunch of conversations of people. <laughs> yep.
0: And people just chat and they eat their lunch at their desks, and it's cool because people do it all over the company, and then of course the remote people feel like they're kind of one of them. Um, yep. Uh, we occasionally zoom in people at happy hours, which is kind of fun, um, whether it's on their phone or sometimes they'll bring the iPad and just like pretend like they're there and they'll drink wine at their desk while we're (laughs) drinking, you know, beers and whiskey at other places. Yep. That's kind of fun.
1: Um, some of the other ones you can do. So we provide coffee, um, here at Kerma and most companies do. We also, uh, have lunch and learns, have snacks. So one thing you can do is just, you know, on the days that you do lunch and learn, yeah. send your remote people a gift card. Yep. Buy them a lunch. Yep. Um, every once in a while, send them a care package of coffee beans.
0: It's just a simple it's thing to do. It's just, yeah. Again, it's just reminding them that you know that they're there. You're invested into their well-being and that they're flourishing where they're where they're at. Um, and it's fun. They enjoy We always get kind of some good social media stuff out of because they usually take a picture of them with their little pack right. that they get or um, that kind of stuff, so... Yeah. Um, so I think that's it. I think being a remote product team is not easy, mm-hmm. but it is good. Yep. And I think it's a, it's the way that we're moving towards working. Um, especially when you're working across discipline, very collaborative teams. It means kind of having this mindset on all the time. Mm. It's not just about the meetings. It's not just about the, the, you know, the, the pain point spots. It's about always thinking about your remote team all the time. Yep. So, if you're not doing that, if you guys have other ideas, um, again, we don't have a way for you to tell us. So uh, <laughs> we're working on that. Maybe shoot us a here. Okay, uh, shoot us a um, a tweet at Crema Lab, or you can send me a text. You don't want to do that. <laughs> um, I almost considered it. You almost did. <laughs> maybe we should get, we could set up like a text line that is not your personal telephone number.
1: Yes, that's a good idea. Hey, I, You know, in an effort to be transparent, yeah, but I didn't need to be that transparent. It is the internet. <laughs>
0: All right. Thanks, guys, for listening.
1: Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please leave us a review on iTunes, and if you think about it, would you give us five stars? That helps us out a lot. This podcast is edited by Larissa McCarty, with help from our growth team, Gabby Brotherton, Nate Olson, and Alexa Houston. Check out our show notes at option5podcast.com. Crema is a digital product agency that crafts product teams that design, build, and ship innovation to the world's top scaling companies. We believe that creativity, technology, and people can change the future of business. Learn more about Crema at crema.us. I'm Dan. And I'm George. And you've been listening to Option 5 by Crema.